so Sunday morning, I went to the farmer's market and I came back and I didn't know what to do with myself because I, it was too hot to be outside and I didn't know. It was too hot to handle too cold to hold. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I watched five episodes of the new real world reunion, New Orleans in my bed and then was just like cranky about it. (laughs) Sounds like you had a great weekend. It's great. That's great. Um, Do you have a nice weekend? No. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. And I didn't have to read that off a post-it note this time. I'm Rachel. And I'm coming to you straight from the net. It's your old pal, Pat. (laughs) The net was so scary. We're recording this from the net. Yeah, we are recording this from the net. We're recording it on the net. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> We're already confused. This is like stumbling and bumbling like it was the actual first episode of the podcast, which I got to tell you, I did go listen to. How was it? How was it? Not as bad as you think. I think I was nervous to listen to it. I also had a lot of meetings, so I never got around to actually like listening to the whole thing. I mean, we are certainly better at this now, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's benefit of 178 We've been doing this for a long time. But listening to it back, I was like, oh, this is good. It was pretty funny. Like, we were, we were killing it. I mean, we had a lot to work with. We had the Oh, my God. There's had... so many things that I didn't even realize were in this episode. Her hair smells like rain. Well, that we referenced 56 times in the, fir- yeah, in the first episode. I, know. I think we talked about hair smelling like rain. But, so, it's the Degrassi. You did that. Degrassi mm-hmm. every episode mm-hmm. of a marathon podcast. We're celebrating four years of podcasting glory mm-hmm. by going back to the beginning, going back. Yeah, gotta go back in time. Right? Mm-hmm. Huey Lewis. Gotta go back in time. You like Back to the Future, H? It's fine. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. It's good. I it's don't, a good I don't dislike it, but I, it's not my favorite movie. No, 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 no. It's a good movie, though. Like, I'm, you know what? I'll, I'm excited to show it to Max at some point. Mm-hmm. He may like I'm, I'm, I assume he'll like it. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, all right, everybody. <laughs> it's the greatest screenplay ever crafted. All right, mm-hmm. slow down. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest fucking screenplay ever written. It's no, fine. it's, it's, it's a, not it's that a, good. It's an entertaining movie. Michael J. Fox is all sorts of charismatic and charming. Christopher Lloyd is great. Leah Thompson's great. It's a, gr- it's a very good movie, but slow your roll. <laughs> It's the greatest screenplay ever written. Come on. I mean, not, I not love like just, this is this is the greatest pilot ever written. Yeah, we're going back in time to well, we're going back in time twofold because mm-hmm. every episode of the Degrassi, every episode of Marathon Podcast is us going back in time mm-hmm. to when the episodes aired. Mm-hmm. But we're going back to an episode we have already discussed on the show, mm-hmm. our very second episode mm-hmm. of the Degrassi, every episode ever Marathon mm-hmm. Podcast when we discussed episodes 101 and 102. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it was. But before we get into that, I always like to start the show off, as you know, as mm-hmm. well as anybody, mm-hmm. by saying a little thing that I like to say, which I didn't say, and I, maybe I said it in the first episode, but it wasn't part of the fabric of the show yet. Mm-hmm. Now it's part of the fabric of the show. I always like to kick off the show by saying, how you doing, Rach? I'm doing all right. It's um, I'm okay over here. I am desperately trying not to get COVID right now because I'm going mm-hmm. on a trip soon and I need to have a negative PCR. Um, and... My parents, whom I live with currently, uh, returned from California with visiting my sister, um, where they all had COVID. 
So mm. I am masking in my house all the time. Um, I also well, you don't am, have a mask on right no, now. No, I'm also sick with something, but I'm not sure what. Um, I've tested for COVID three times, um, including a PCR, and they've all been negative. I had a strep test that was negative, but it doesn't really fit a pattern of anything else I've ever had. So, do you know when we recorded the second episode of this very podcast, mm-hmm. COVID? There wasn't even COVID. Oh Did my you know god! That? I know it was four years ago. What a time! What what and happened? COVID what was the big happened. news that week? I know, oh, I don't know. I remember that the Drake "I'm Upset" video came out around that time, right around when we launched the podcast. Oh, it was. We didn't talk about that, mm-hmm. so it wasn't in that episode. Yeah, but it might have been a little later. And then COVID happened. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that. I do. Yeah, COVID happened, and then I remember when the when we were recording together, and we found out about Tom Hanks having COVID. I do too. On that foldout mm-hmm. table in that apartment. Yeah. So then COVID happened, and then we kept recording the podcast. We kept soldiering on mm-hmm. after a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I made a joke, probably like the second episode we ever did mm-hmm. in COVID time. I made a joke that said, Rachel, did you know we've now we've recorded more episodes in COVID times than in regular times? Mm-hmm. And that was obviously a joke. I don't know, but we got to be close at this point. Um, well, if we started in May 2018 and COVID started in March 2020, then we are over we are we have been doing more COVID episodes than we have yeah, but, pre-COVID episodes. Yeah, but we've taken a lot of hiatuses and yeah, breaks true, and things along true. the way. So yeah. who knows? We'll never there's how could yeah. there's no way to ever know. There we're could not, not gonna, be a possible way. We're not gonna count the episodes. That takes too much time. And you know how like to be math is, it gets a little fuzzy in there. So we we don't have the time to do that. Fuzzy math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who said fuzzy math? It wasn't that was Trump, it was George W. Bush. Oh god, another fucking asshole. <laughs> another fucking war criminal who should be fucking yep in jail. Yep. <sighs> Me. <laughs> come on, come over to my house. That's George Bush. You love his paintings, though. I know. <laughs> He's a great painter. He's one of the great painters. Do you have you ever shown any of his paintings at any of your galleries? You I, have any have G- not, I have shows? not. No, I'm afraid. No, <laughs> I got a lot of paintings. <laughs> <laughs> fucking piece of shit and then everybody was like when trump was so bad it was like i'd give anything to have george w bush back you're a fucking idiot yeah i this, had a i had an iraqi co-worker at my last job and i remember someone saying that and she's like are you fucking insane yeah <laughs> fuck right off like you are an oh he is friends with michelle obama i think he's just cares. a little bit he he hides the bad like instead of just like blatantly <laughs> being like you know not following any of the rules of this being a this person prob- this probably doesn't need to be in the episode. It, it certainly can mm-hmm. be, but it might get convoluted and I may fuck it up. Did you see the video last week when he was making the speech and the Freudian slip? Yes. Unbelievable. It was Unbelievable. amazing. And then he goes, invaded, like the country, the, the unjust, unjustly invaded the country of Iraq. I, I, I mean, Ukraine. And he goes, he literally under his breath goes, well, Iraq too. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Probably doesn't even remember. No. What was his stupid dog? Buddy? No, that was Barack Obama's. I don't remember what his dog's name was. All I remember is Socks the Cat from the Clintons. I'll tell you what his dog's name was. His mother, Barbara Bush. Fucking dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's Barbara Bush, comma, (laughs) D-A-W-G. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I was saying. She's a real real Mm D-A-W-G. But... We're not here to talk about Bob Bush. We're not here, We're here to, to talk, talk about, about George W. Bush. George w. Bush. <laughs> We're not here to talk about dogs or dogs. We're not here to talk about uh, whatever else. White claws. Yeah. Do we talk about white COVID? Claws? Tom Hanks. Any of those things. Math. We're here to talk. We are here to once again. Well, we're always here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation. But in this particular episode, we're here to once again mm-hmm. talk about more specific Degrassi, the next generation, more specifically. Mm-hmm. Degrassi the Next Generation episodes 101 and 102, mm-hmm. which are the first and second episodes of Degrassi the Next Generation. But because of all the two-parters, <laughs> like this one, it's really just the first episode. The pilot episode of yeah. Degrassi the Next Generation. The name of the episode is Mother and Child Reunion. Mother and Child Reunion is a Paul Simon song. But in those days, in the early days, not all the episodes were named after songs. This one was. Mm-hmm. 
we did discuss this in the first episode. I don't think it was a known segment mm. yet, but we just sort of like managed to get there. Mm-hmm. We talked about Paul Simon, mm-hmm. and I said, Rachel, mm-hmm. what's your favorite Paul Simon song? Do you remember what you said? I probably said um, Cecilia or... I'm not sure. Don't look at me because I don't remember what you said. <laughs> I don't think I, it might have been one of those things where we like didn't really answer it. Are yeah. you Cecilia's a Simon and Garfunkel song? Yeah, I don't know if I have a so, Paul Simon song. That's the thing. Go to Crow, give us the night. I like that one. You can call I, me Al, maybe. That's a good one. Do yeah. you remember during during Omicron? I was singing Omicron. Yeah, I was singing mm-hmm. Omicron to Kodachron. Mm-hmm. Paul Simon's great though. I like Paul Simon. Yeah. Um, I, I saw him once in concert at a concert I worked at. He seemed like a good guy. He's very short. You, so you mentioned yep, that. In the, yep. In the that's all episode. I, that's all I remember to be honest. It was, he's a small man. 2006, maybe 2007. He's great. in one of my favorite movies, Annie Hall, but we're not supposed to talk about that. No, movie. we don't talk about <laughs> Annie Hall anymore. You know, I recently, not so recently, but it was on Turner Classic Movies. I love Turner Classic mm-hmm. Movies. God bless. And I knew it was coming on at one night, 8 p.m., and I said, you know what? I love this movie, mm-hmm. and I'm going to watch it. And I did watch it. I watched the whole thing, beginning to end. And it's a great, it's a fucking great movie. I'm sorry. I know I try very hard to be very, I try, try to do the right thing, but I, it's, a, it's just a fucking, it's a mm-hmm. flawless masterpiece. And he's a piece of shit. And a lot of him is in that movie, which is why it's not as bad as like revisiting Manhattan, which yeah, is like the grossest, yeah. but it's also a flawless masterpiece. But what a piece of shit. I know he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I'm singing to the choir, but God damn, if Annie Hall is one of the funniest movies, it makes me laugh so hard, mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck we got to Annie Hall, but God bless. Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, I don't know like how we Paul. got to Annie Hall either. Paul Simon. Oh, because Paul Simon's in Annie <laughs> Hall. Yes. He like he wants to record Annie, and mm-hmm. then she ends up leaving Alvy Singer. It's very funny because like Diane Keaton is obviously so much more beautiful than Woody Allen, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But she dates him, and, she, and Annie loves Alvy. She really does. But then it's very funny that it's very great casting that he casts another very small... New York, like nebbishy kind of guy to be the person that she then leaves him for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fucking brilliant. It works on so it's so there's so many things happen in Annie Hall. Great movie. Classic, classic movie. I'm giving myself a pass on Annie Hall. I'm I'm allowing myself to have it. It's my it's my like it's okay. Pass. There's there's like certain things that I still like and listen to, and there's other things that I choose not to watch or listen to or enjoy. <laughs> She's driving him around in her in her car, and it's the first time they meet. After the first time they meet, she's she's a terrible driver, you mm-hmm. know, because Woody Allen, obviously, it's women. They're obviously yeah, terrible, they're terrible drivers. drivers. And she's weaving in and out, and he's very nervous, and he's scared. He's like, yeah, your car is very nice. Then he like puts his hand down, and he comes up, and he goes, is this a sandwich? She has a piece of a sandwich <laughs> in her car. That is so funny. Like, who puts that in a movie? God damn it. Mm-hmm. Why does he have to be a piece of shit? Anyway. My favorite Paul Simon song is Late in the Evening, maybe. Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. I do Man like that one. Roll. Great in Royal Tenenbaums. That, yeah, Royal which Tenenbaums. is one of my favorite movies. So, Or was one Paul of my Simon's favorite movies. Great. Paul Simon's great. He's very funny, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday Night Live mainstay. Good friend of Lorne Michaels. Mm-hmm. Paul Simon, can we get Paul, please? Well, which Paul, Lauren? You're friends with Paul Simon and Paul McCartney. <laughs> mm, just pick one and just have them come up. <laughs> just make some popcorn. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> you've heard us talk about this episode already, Broomheads. Mm-hmm. I haven't and heard us talk about this in four years. Mm-hmm. So how do you want to do it? You want to take us through it? I don't think I want to do a beat by beat, but maybe we can do like a general overview um, because we've already done a beat by beat. Um, yes. But the way that they introduce the next generation is they've 
they have the link of Spike and Emma. So Emma was Spike's baby in the original Degrassi. Mm-hmm. And now she is a middle schooler. She is. I really miss middle schoolers being on this show because once they get to high school, they just forget about kids in middle school pretty much. Yeah. One, yeah. Once the, this cast gets to high school, there's, there's no the, the occasional like, you know, background of someone's younger sibling, but there's Kendra. not really. And then eventually they just forget about them entirely. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I actually think that like middle school age is a really interesting time. And it makes me sad that they don't explore that longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree. I actually kind of agree with you. I think also like maybe like weaving some of those kids in mm-hmm. with as as our initial kids got to high school. If we wove those kids in mm-hmm. a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. maybe we'd feel more comfortable with them now. But mm-hmm. they didn't do that. So too bad. Too yeah. bad for us. Oh, well. So we have uh, two sets of characters that are kind of the A and the B story in this situation. And so the A story is the next generation. So we have Emma and Manny and Toby and mm-hmm. JT. Um, mm-hmm. And we haven't met much of anyone else yet. Some of the eighth graders make guest appearances. They they give mm-hmm. tours of the school. But it's also the 10-year reunion for the original Degrassi cast. Just to kind of put that into perspective, it is my 20-year reunion this year. Yeah. Just to make me feel old. These yeah, characters yeah, yeah, yeah. all look older than me. Oh, yeah. I would agree. They do. Right? And they weren't. They, and they actually weren't. Were they weren't. They were age. actually that age, but they all look like so much more like adults than I do. Like, as I sit in my parents' basement with a dollhouse behind me, but all that said, <laughs> <laughs> all that, that said, and a bunch of trophies. To keep the ghosts. In I, don't, I was like, I, I look so much. I mean, not like I'm sure I've got wrinkles and stuff like that, but like they look older than me. And I'm just like, I would never have pegged them for like a 10 year high school reunion. I was like 10 year ago. Me looked even younger than I do now. (laughs) They do. You're right. I think they do too. I think they look older than we do. Um, And maybe it's a fedora. I don't know, but they keep passing it around. Maybe it's all the going there that aged them so much while they were teenagers. That's true. true. They've been going there for quite a while. It's like hard drugs going there. It really ages you. It really fucks you up. It really fucks with your complexion and your hair. You mm-hmm. lose your hair if you're mm-hmm. Um I think just in general, that generation I think it's like I think it's in the way they dress. I mm-hmm. do think in a lot of ways it's the way they cut their hair. Like both of the women have very short hair. They have like old lady hairstyles. Like yeah, that's they really part of do. it. Um, and then, yeah, everyone dresses a little bit older and then Joey is a used car salesman and they all have like lived a lot of life already. It really seems that yeah. way. I will say now, this isn't a news to anybody who watches television. Oftentimes, a pilot is shot, and then they don't start shooting the rest of the episodes until that pilot is vetted and mm-hmm. and decided upon if they're even going to make the show. So sometimes, sometimes that could be like a year in advance. It's usually a few months, but it definitely can be. Mm-hmm. So, I think, if I recall correctly, I feel like this show makes a lot of changes between the pilot and then the show proper airing mm-hmm. because it definitely seems early on that the idea for this show is it's a reboot where we will spend half of the time with the cast we knew and love from the back to get the old fans back and then half of the time with the new kid the new generation it's a really nice way they weave them in with spike and emma and i'm not sure if they were gonna if they were really that interested in having it be like a half half split or if they were like this is how we introduce these people is by doing it this way i'm positing but they Mm -hmm. give a lot of time yeah i mean it's a solid half for the adults it's almost like and a lot of story like we actually yeah. care about the story. Oh, I think they're. I think they were banking on fans of the original show. Be and I could only imagine like how exciting that was. Like, oh my mm-hmm. god, I love these characters. Where mm-hmm. and there's nothing more interesting than like where are teenagers ten years later? You know mm-hmm. what's become of them? Yeah. And but I feel like and I could be wrong. I obviously don't remember the first season like as well as I remember. Well, none of it because I don't. <laughs> I tend to forget pretty soon after. But they did. The old school cast stuck around, but they really stuck around and, and, and continue to more as like to f- 
functionary for the younger kids. Yeah. The only thing that I think has been more of an adult storyline is like Spike and Snake's relationship and Joey right. and Caitlin's relationship. Yeah. And then everything else was like whatever kids that they were around or like part of the kids stories. Right. And speaking of forgetting how things turn out, do Joey and Mystician end up together or no? No. Okay. But I don't remember the circumstances because it was a while ago. Well, she leaves at one yeah. point to go do the show in LA with Kevin Smith. I think it's and then, then does she never come? I think she comes back. She definitely comes back when Archie and Spike have their fight. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, not having watched the original show, but having now spent so much time watching this show mm -hmm. again i really think those two should fucking end up together. like i really yeah it's it's really hard because i i haven't seen the original degrassi except for bits and pieces of it and i don't want to watch it in case we do end up recording mm -hmm. along with it and now that we've already started in we started with next generation we can't it's like hard to go back and watch it so i'm like holding out but there's yeah. so many things that i've learned from watching this about like what happened in the original. Right. Um, but yeah, I really want to know a little bit like more of the storylines beyond yeah. the bits and pieces of what I know. I think that those actors, Pat Mastriani, as mm -hmm. we, uh, or as you used to call him, Pat Mastrastrani, mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, the great Stacy Mystician, mm -hmm. very mysticious. Uh, I think they have great chemistry. And I mm -hmm. think I like believe that they love each other. I feel like um, they have better chemistry than Spike and Snake do. By far, I think by far, I think that Snake and Spike end up. They seem pretty... yeah, they seem like a old married couple a little bit. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's not the drama there that Caitlin and Joey yeah. have. Caitlin and Joey have a lot of drama because they yeah. were a couple in the old days, and he cheated on her, mm -hmm. which is crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, so such is life. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what Tessa Campanelli's like, so she could be great. And then. So Joey still lives there. He's a used car salesman. He has a daughter by his marriage with his dead wife mm -hmm. who smelled like rain. Mm -hmm. called, called him called Joe. Him Joe always made him laugh. Yeah. The three things you need. I never forget. <laughs> never forget. But Caitlin's coming back hot on the heels of a lot of success. She's mm -hmm. a big time uh, nature show host or something. Yeah. There's just like <laughs> vegans falling for her left and right, as she put it. <laughs> Ryan's planet. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. Like there are two moments on this show where, so one of them is when Caitlin shows up at the house, she's great friends with, uh, spike mm -hmm. and she shows up at the house and Emma, who is a big fan. She's like, Oh my God, Caitlin Ryan from Ryan's planet. Like as if she doesn't know that her mom's friends with her. Like, have you never, you've never seen this person before. And I think you can guess where I'm going with the second one of these. Mm -hmm. That is just, baffling mm -hmm. which is when emma starts at degrassi mm -hmm. and it is as if snake has never seen this person before she's yeah. like you must be emma mm -hmm. what are you still i was like aren't they they live in the same fucking town weren't you guys like good friends because like i didn't even live in the same town as most of my high school friends and i still see them 20 years later That's i know they're wild. kids i've like been around them a lot you must be Emma. Yeah, I am Emma. Yeah, that seemed um, really stilted. Also, I still want to know how Emma and Manny know each other and how JT also knows them because they didn't explain that. <laughs> well, I just assume they went to school. They're all yeah, school friends. Yeah, Emma's going to get herself into some trouble right off the bat in this first episode. Mm -hmm. It's funny. This episode really goes there. And we said that, I'm sure, the original time because it just like jumps right in with like, story of the week after school special lifetime movie kind of thing. Um, it feels very pat. Like it feels very, not you, but Me? you know, like neat and tidy and kind of put together. Um, in a way, like we just watched that episode with Casey and coach Carson last week. And we were like questioning a lot of, um, what was the end game? Like, where was right. this leading? And, you know, we hadn't, and this is like, this stuff gets done in like two episodes, you know, there's a little bit of backstory. 
that mm-hmm. Emma's been talking to this guy for a while and he knows all these things about her, but like, mm-hmm. you don't need to get into the nitty gritty details. Like they figure out how to fit this into 44 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I yeah. feel like as we get in and we know characters more and it's like more of like stories that really could be stretched out over multiple episodes and they just don't like it could be going on in the background of another story, but they don't have time for that in 22 minutes. This would be like a whole arc on Euphoria. Not, yeah. I know I keep bringing this up could Euphoria have taken so a whole later. season. Yeah. Like you get, you meet each other mm-hmm. on the net. Then you do a little bit of net flirting. Mm-hmm. Jordan. This guy's name is Jordan, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's fucking some creepy old man who wants to feed her. She might still pizza. be Jordan. We don't know, but you know, his name is, his name is it's funny. His name is Jordan Almond. <laughs> Emma's a dumbass in this episode. Everyone's like, Emma, don't go fucking meet this guy in a hotel. Oh my God. And then she fucking goes like, and doesn't tell anyone that she's going. And I'm sure I talked about this at the time, but like, you know, we all do like stupid things when we're 12. I don't know. And under 18, even as an 18 year old, even as a 20 something. This episode um, is a testament to the power of friendship, right? The power oh of friendship saves her life practically. Yeah, yeah. And it's like everyone is questioning this. One of my favorite scenes is when they're sitting in the playground outside of the school after they meet Toby. And they're all talking about this guy and like all the things that he knows about her. And JT was like, he's some creep from the net. <laughs> I bet, he, I bet he works at a video store and that he's 40 and that he drools. Can I tell you something? I was very somewhat not offended very, <laughs> by, by the idea of like how like they kept mentioning, I bet he works in a video store and like there's two times they say it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's fucking bad about working in a video? <laughs> and I didn't work in a video store, but like I aspired to work in a video. Like mm-hmm. I, I was so like taken aback by like that being like a negative, like, oh my God, he must like movies. What a, sh- <laughs> what a creep. Cause I think they're like, trying to what? say that like the kind of guy who works in a video yeah, store is and what is what a like, nice guy who recommends the, movies to his friends. He's the kind of guy who is going to hit on underage girls on the internet and like, no, rope them into like and I was just like, is that from a Lifetime movie that you guys watched? Because, I mean, I felt like everyone at the video store was fine. My friend Brad used to work at the video store in high school. People who work in vid- worked in video stores in high school are the best people. Yeah. Period. Franny. My, my yes. dear friend Franny my friend, worked in video You store. would love my friend Brad. He, yeah. he and his people. friends, would. they had a video return box, and they would climb in the box, and when people would return their videos, they would stick their hand out to grab it. I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> What is wrong with people working in videos? They're the best. They are the best salt of the earth. They yes. love movies. They love hanging out. They love putting movies on the old TV and recommending movies to people it's, who come in. And out. I mean, I like, the Fuck you. equally good as people working in the video store, are people working in record stores. Totally. Well, they could also be snobby assholes, but I yeah. guess video store people. Yeah, it's too. the same. It's the same. But I was just like, what is this obsession with saying that people who work in video stores are creeps who want to fucking molest children? Maybe because like video stores were finding their way to the outs at that point. I don't know. It was mm-hmm, becoming a mm-hmm. niche thing. What year was this? I think I say this. 2001. Times. It's either 2000 or 2001. I'm pretty sure 2001. She said she saw chicken run. And then he saw that she said she saw chicken run. And then he said he saw chicken run. <laughs> Chicken Run. Um, the big thing for Chicken me Run was huge in 2000. Chicken Run was a big movie. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit, Chicken Run. Are you Chicken Run? Um, big thing for me is something we've talked about. You know, oh, my nausea. God. I know what we're going to go at. I mean, it's even better in retro. Like, seeing it, seeing it. It's so much better seeing it a second time. Because on the first pass, it was, like, not that noticeable. Mm-mm. But on the second one, it's I, like, why? I vehemently disagree. I vehemently disagree. I mean, I know I noticed it, but the thing is, it seems weirder the second time around. Well, because I've harped on it now yeah. for 400 episodes. But we still need to talk- get him on the show, the actor we're who talk- played. 
We're talking, of course, about Jeff Isaac showing up to tour the school, the new school that his son is going to go to in shorts and drinking a big gulp with a straw and like really fucking working it as a prop, too. Yeah. That's what I guess I was didn't this, notice. Was this time. a time when people didn't care about um, what Soda? they. Yeah. And they just yeah. didn't care about how much they were drinking in front of other people. I, I, I assume the answer to that must be yes. Yeah. I can't remember, but I assume yes. But just the idea that like. I could understand like a coffee, Mm -hmm. but I guess that's like his coffee, but it is so funny because he's really working it like with the straw, like sucking as he, as he like walks around with Dan Woods. It's too funny for me. It still works as, as high comedy. And I do kind of think that he's in on the joke because he's making some goofy faces. This guy, Mm -hmm. Jeff Isaacs, Mm -hmm. he's great. It's best, one of the best characters. It's so amazing. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, Tobes has moved to town because right. his dad is dating Ashley's mom. And we will learn that moved, in the next episode. My dad's moving in with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yes. And JT and Tobes went to camp. some kind of a camp together and they know some secret handshake. Mm-hmm. And then Manny and Emma were like, Toby kid seems cool. Oof. Mm-hmm. Does he? Can I yeah. ask a question? You're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so at one point, at that point when they're saying Toby seems cool, Manny's painting her toenails. Mm-hmm. How come I've never had my toenails painted? Oh, the why yeah. why do you put the what honest question? Mm-hmm. Why do you put the cotton in between all all the toes? Because if you're if you don't have the cotton or like the little holder between your toes, they touch and the mm-hmm. nails actually touch your um toe on the next toe sometimes, uh, and then it would just rub the paint off. So you need to separate them until they dry. Uh, yeah. So if you go into a nail salon, sometimes they'll put those little holder things between your toes, or they will just wrap toilet paper in like a figure eight through your toes to separate them gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. yeah okay cool here i'm teaching um, you things yeah i was interested i thought about that toe so painting. a lot of stuff goes down she goes to this hotel they rescue her toby is the is the star as like the hero of the episode because mm-hmm. he's able to hack into her email and the whole mm-hmm. deal and get find out where she is they go to spike 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 has to miss her reunion she'd, she'd been at the reunion she was so excited for it because she didn't get to go to prom because she was knocked up or no she had a baby at that yeah point. yeah um so she was bummed <laughs> she probably should just left her there mm-hmm. but this guy is a total creep yeah and it goes there very quickly it does go there he like walks uh, into the hotel with a pizza and he's like hey <laughs> Are you Emma? Jordan's been talking about you. And I'm like, she's not, it doesn't quite, she's like, this is weird, but not weird enough that I'm not going to go upstairs. And then she goes upstairs and he's like, oh, they'll be here in a second. And I'm like, wait a minute. And that's when she's like, uh, this isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And then. Yeah. He's like, if you make any noise, I'll, it was real. It was a lot. It was a lot. It, it is a lot. a lot. It goes there very quickly. And like, I'd be fucking traumatized from this. Mm-hmm. She sort of just like moves on. God bless. Yeah. They get but the th- computer out of her room and that's that. Yeah. This is an interesting episode because they're clearly, I don't know how much the first show did this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The first show feels more along the lines of like a show that's like very character driven. Mm -hmm. And I think this show becomes character driven, but it definitely feels early on that they're making it issue driven as well. Yeah. They're, they're definitely like building characters. And of course, Toby having to live with Ashley and the whole thing, like they're Mm -hmm. building up relationships and characters and stuff, but they seem to just kind of like, it's not that they and that I, I feel important. like later in the season, n- none of the other episodes went there as much as this one did. Like this one yeah. really like went for, yeah, but it went for it in an interesting way. Like, because we don't have this extreme of a story for a long time. Extreme. I guess we have, we're... we have a lot of like situations that come up, but it's all very, like you were saying, like very character driven kind of stuff rather than yeah, situational. They like they really don't do anything quite like this again, ever. Which, 
Well, not ever. They do yeah. school shooting. and They do. I mean, I would say yeah, that. Yeah, but like, that's kind of character driven. I guess you're right. You know, I guess, I think it's for the be- the benefit of the show. I yeah. Oh, just, I do just, too. I do too. This yeah. feels very impersonal and like you could watch an episode and then never watch it again. Yes, I agree. I agree. And, but what ends up happening, I think, is they, they, they veer more towards let's make this show about these characters and like have people love these characters. Um, Manny is so great right off the bat. No mm-hmm. questions asked. I think we mm-hmm. knew that. Oh yeah. She's the best. All of the, everybody's pretty great right off the bat. JT's pretty realized and great. I love Toby. Mm-hmm. Toby is already the internet expert. He knows how to hack into her email, which is net. funny because earlier in the episode, um, Spike and Caitlin are looking at Emma's computer and Emma's like, did you hack into my email? And it's like, it's not hacking if you're logged in. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, just yeah, looking yeah, yeah. at her email. But then I don't know if you noticed that Spike says, I, I couldn't hack my way out of a paper bag. And I was like, you made fun of me for saying that exact sentiment recently, except for without hacking. I did. What did you say? About I said, I couldn't bag? find my way out of a paper bag. Or I oh, could you... find my way out of paper bag. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. You said it wrong. You, mm-hmm. That's not how you're supposed to say. Supposed yeah, but it's it because it. I'm good at directions, not bad. Right. But why would you be in a paper bag? <laughs> you wouldn't find yourself in a paper bag unless you messed up. Well, unless, you know, I find someone named Jordan on the Internet and I go to meet him and he drugs me and then I wake up in a paper bag. Oh, was he was he going to drug her? I don't know. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Jordan's an all time creeper. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I hope he dies. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's really interesting watching this again after having watched. Nine other seasons continuously, like because it, it definitely puts it in a different perspective in a different light. It really does. But it's not like quaint at all it's very Mm -hmm. much like still the same you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't like it's not as if like oh this was it got so much better i mean it did get better at points but like it's also like pretty realized here oh yeah i think so too and i think it's really like the characters that we do see we get to know really well they all do a really good job like oh the casting is impeccable it's really really good um, the casting is great. The casting of, I mean, obviously the older cast members were yeah. grandfathered in, but this, those four, which obviously felt like they were going to be the four and they, to an extent mm-hmm. are the four. I mean, Toby sort of falls to the wayside a little bit, mm-hmm. but the other three are the main characters. For yeah. For a, a while. while. Yeah. And, and then they, they bring in the eighth graders and like, they're the other main characters. They're just not really in these episodes. Yeah. Spinner's not in this episode, mm-hmm. which is a detriment. Yeah. Did you, do you think that he was going to, that Jordan was just going to like fake Jordan was just going to poison her with pizza and put her in a trunk and take her back to yellow knife. <laughs> I want to know more about where yellow knife is. <laughs> well, they were talking about some girl from BC who was found dead in pieces. Like after meeting knife. someone from the net. I wonder um, if it was in yellow. Knife. It might've been, I don't know. This, um, Emma could almost met death and was mm-hmm. saved by Toby. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Toby, Toby, oh, Toby was more. hands down. Like so great. Toby's a great regret, I would say, because Toby, first of all, Jake Goldsby's great. Mm -hmm. Toby's great. Mm -hmm. They should have done more with Toby, man. Mm -hmm. They really should. Toby didn't get anything. He got like one of B stories and nothing else. Yeah. One of my questions was when Manny figures out that Emma has gone to meet Jordan. Yeah. um, She like Emma lies that she's going to stay home and watch this nature documentary all the all the eco warrior stuff is a little bit over the top you know we've talked about tree, tree mail. mail yeah um her eco page they look at later um her dolphin oh, pants she's... her fucking dolphin pants are in this episode and it was just like oh it was pizza man she's just way into something it's mm-hmm. fine but manny figures it out and then she just goes to toby's house and I'm like, how do you know where Toby lives? You literally met him at the school yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. How does she know where he lives? I don't know. 
Well, he knows. She probably knows where Ashley Kerwin lives. Maybe, yeah. Probably, Maybe like, they I'm had live, conversations off screen that we didn't say. So. I'm gonna live with Ashley Kerwin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really loved and miss the background music that they use in these episodes. When I heard it, I was like, oh, they don't use this music anymore. Like they use actual songs now yeah, instead they, of like their own song, like written music. Yeah, they use like they may have like garbage fucking interpretations of actual songs. Shout out. <laughs> speaking of songs, though, shout out the best version of the theme song. Oh, <laughs> I know. And I love seeing that intro with the butt with the if phone. And, you know, Dan Radich walking Sean Cameron down the hall for the first of many times. Yeah. My other favorite. I know. I- Oh. Yeah, that's a good one too. That's the a good best. one too. Uh, uh, yeah. All oh the all the talk about the net really, really, really makes this feel like the Sandra Bullock movie. Were they talking? Yeah, about I mean, it makes it it makes it that? feel like a lifetimey slash after school special somewhere in that I, range. I was so confused. I was like, why do they talk, keep talking about the Sandra Bullock movie, The Net? <laughs> I kept saying that they must be big fans of that Sandra Bullock. They talk movie about the hacking net. and they talk about the net. Did you ever call it the net? I don't think I did. No, I don't think so. Yeah, um, I think I called it the, which is what I still call it to the day. I call it the World Wide Web. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet you do. It is funny how like this this show just like that was in in its infancy. Mm-hmm. The casting of those these kids is miraculous. Yeah, the casting of especially Mary McDonald and Cassie Steele just absolutely miraculous cast oh my god so good they are so good they are both so believable and Mm -hmm. like and they're children Mm -hmm. yeah the four of them all feel very believable to me i know we don't really see like ashley and terry are there for a hot second i was like oh i miss terry i didn't even see them they host tours for the reunion group at the school Right, right right um there was one really sad thing that I noticed and you know, this is an oversight on our part. Um, Sparkle spaz 28 only has one Z in it. <gasps> we've been misrepresent. This is the reason we've we been misrepresenting her email for four years now. This is the reason. I wonder we, if sparkles spaz 28 with one Z was already taken. And that was why we chose. Oh, maybe to. <laughs> it could be. We have, been, we don't even have the right. Fucking Instagram <sighs> handle, Sparkle Spaz. Because the Z and the two look like two Zs, and it's just, yeah. But, I mean, Emma's wearing her amazing dolphin pants in this, which, like, if I were 12 and going to meet a boy I liked, I would also wear an outfit like that. I love it. What is the, like, lineage of Sparkle Spaz, though? They never talk about no, it again. No, no, they never She do. is nothing like that. Like, mm-hmm. we talked about this in the original time we talked about this, but, like, she is not a Sparkle Spaz. Like, she, it's not. I'm so no. interested. Like, did they? Maybe that's Manny, but she's not a Sparkle Spaz. No, and she wouldn't have tree mail. Manny doesn't give a shit about the environment. She just wants to see to talk to boy. Although, she's not boy crazy yet. No. She will become boy crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was your first screen name or email? We talk about this in the first time oh. in the first episode. No need to yeah. go no back to, to the rehash. list in the first episode. No need to rehash old bits. That's fine. Thank God I listened to that or we would just be doing the whole fucking show all over. <laughs> the same damn thing. The same damn time. The same mm-hmm. damn time. My other favorite person in this that, you know, is such a caricature but is so great is Keith. Oh, Jesus Christ. Keith, who wears Keith, who is the Hollywood director who wears his sunglasses inside and is such a, an asshole. He's so obsessed with like, he's like, you're so uncool. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah I, Keith, I, he's great. I just love that caricature of a person. He's going to marry Stacy Mystician. She, a- he, asks he, he answers his phone. Yo, Frankie. Yeah. So great. He's such a <laughs> fucking, for all like the great, like, stuff they do with everybody else this is such a caricature such like a Mm -hmm. goofball caricature imagine they would have cast they 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 should have made the actor who played jeff isaacs keith Mm -hmm. because he's so cool (laughs) 
but it's i mean it, you know it makes the point i ought to say keith doesn't actually seem that cool except for wearing his sunglasses inside he wears his sunglasses at night so and yelling again. yo frankie he gets into a fight with joey jeremiah joey mm-hmm. jeremiah is what a great character what mm-hmm. a strange small man who is you can say that because you're a small man <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 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 but he is like a super sex king to all the chicks man like mm-hmm. uh, this guy is like there's something about him there is an mm-hmm. irresistible rakish quality to joey jeremiah that no one can resist this guy mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's his it's his innate charisma tiny mustache that and t- his and his shifty used car salesman vibe <laughs> he's not shifty though i mean most used car salesmen are shifty yeah i would say he's like less he's shifty. more genuine i love joey mm-hmm. heads like a penis that was our pot we posited that he he got all those women because his whole body was his penis i do remember that and he would put it inside a woman there's a lot of referencing the original Degrassi in their segment. They talk mm-hmm. about things that happened with people from that time period. Um, Allison is another character from their time who we never see again. Um, no, and I wonder they, if she was going to be a part of the show because they don't like write her off. She's like part of the gang here. Yeah, it's weird. I, I wonder why she she doesn't end up unless they decided to pivot and not make it so much about the older cast. Yeah, and Lucy isn't there anymore either, really. Wait, which one's Lucy? Lucy is the one who's with them. Allison is the one that's hitting on Keith. Or well, Keith I'm is hitting of, her. I'm thinking of Lucy, who's yeah. like their friend who buys the car from Joey. Yeah, and she shows up like randomly throughout. Yeah, I just liked her. I was like, I wouldn't have minded mm-hmm. having her be a part of the show. I sort of thought her and Joey had some chemistry, and I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. this is going to be a thing. But it was. I didn't think yeah. that, because I know now I've seen 900 yeah. episodes. Yeah, they sang up some Zit Remedy songs. Zit Remedy, sorry, I can't say anything The anymore. ones, Zit Remedy have less fucking songs than Stude's. <laughs> There's a lot of Principal Radich in there. Oh, Danny. Oh, Danny Woods, the pipes, the pipes are calling. (laughs) There's a lot of them all saying, I'm practically 30, and it makes me feel terrible. That's why Stacey Mystician was like willing to marry a fucking asshole that she hates because yeah. she was like, who's an mama. artist and he just needs to be free. <laughs> how did they meet? I'm so like, so yeah, I'm like how, like not everyone in Hollywood knows each other. And I really don't feel like her <laughs> shit comes close to his shit. Also, did you notice on the school, it said class of 90 and 91. And I'm like, wait, why would the reunion be for, or was it 92, 91? But no one would refer to it that way. Wouldn't it just be class of 91? Wait, say it again. On the school, it said like, welcome back class of 90 dash 91. And so I was like, wait, is it a reunion for both Mm. the class of 90 and 91? Because you wouldn't do that. I'm the class of 2002. So it's 2022. It's my 20th reunion. But class of 00 and class of 01 would not be at the same one or 90 and 91. Maybe. You know what probably happened? What? Uh, I bet you I know what happened. Mm -hmm. They had COVID. So they had (laughs) the 90 class missed their 10 year reunion because there was COVID. So they were doing it. They were having both of the classes come once COVID was over. Yeah. Yeah. So I can. So I can. Anyway, great episode. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? We got a great show here. There's a. This is a mm-hmm. great pilot. This is an excellent pilot. And mm-hmm. and knowing everything we know, moving forward, it focuses on some great characters. So mm-hmm. one character I think ends up underserved in Toby. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think, you know, it's a good start. It's a good start. It's pretty dramatic. 
And I am a little bit annoyed in retrospect that like Emma wasn't more traumatized by this. Like they never talk about it. I don't mean like I'm annoyed, like I, but, but I'm saying like they should, she should have had moments where she was like, Oh my God, like I should be in therapy. I mean, I was yeah. almost <laughs> murdered. But I mean, that's, that's something that they do very frequently throughout Degrassi. Like so many people have terrible things happen to them and then it never gets brought up again. You're right. It is in keeping with the usual, um, after school special vibe of it. But I, I will say that like, even though this, like I said, really goes there and it's a very, um, don't talk about it yet. We got to still do it. It's very lifetimey. You know, kind of it's, it's got this like extreme thing that happens. Extreme. But there's also something really wholesome about it compared to where we are in the show. Euphoria. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> also compared to Euphoria. Where like there's something kind of sweet and cute about it, despite the fact that it's like almost getting like raped and possibly murdered by a pedophile in a hotel room. I totally agree. And I was like, oh, I, I do miss that a little bit. The sweetness of the scene that you referenced earlier, which is like when they're like on the monkey bars in the playground, mm-hmm. like just kind of being silly and being kids. Yeah. I really did like, of course, that it like descends into madness when she goes to the hotel and has to eat Papa John's pizza with this fucking guy. That's the biggest. That's the fucking, almost that. I'd be more traumatized by having to eat that shitty pizza. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not true. That's not even funny. But that was a crappy pizza box. Yeah. It did not look like good pizza. I also like how he brought one box of pizza for all those kids. <laughs> like she would, like Emma should have noticed. I would have known right off the bat. Wait a minute, how many kids are here? Mm-hmm. And then it's like I also like how he was like Jordan brought his petition for you to sign in person, and I'm like, you have the internet. He's sending it to the UN. Oh my god. Well, we don't know how strong the internet was in those days, though. You can't really. Yeah. Could you really like scan and do the whole thing? I guess you can. You can log into someone else's email because you just know that their mom likes the Pogues, you know. <laughs> also, like you couldn't if you didn't know what the Pogues was, you wouldn't have mm-hmm. been able to. It, you didn't even see the P on mm-hmm. the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I remember one of my save, babe. One of my friend's passwords was literally just her name. Hey, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> wow. Uh, was it Kelly Mumford? No, it was not. It was not. Did Kelly Mumford watch this show? I don't think so, but I don't know. We haven't spoken. Right. <laughs> Lest you that, forget. You had that big falling out when you were 10. Never, 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 talked never able to reconcile. Yeah, that would have been my trauma that I would have brought to Degrassi with me. Can you imagine? She was almost, she was basically almost murdered in a fucking hotel. And she was just like, oh, business as mm-hmm. usual. One of my favorite moments, it just came on the TV. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did really like that is when Spike and Snake come to save her. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get the second punch of the episode. Well, mm-hmm. we actually don't get the punch because it's really just like a snake, you know, holds holds this guy up against the wall. And he's like, I'm going to hurt you. I'm, I'm going to snap your neck. Um, Man, but look at you love, really relishing. I violence. know. I know. But when Not they like come, it. they find the hotel room and they start banging on the door. And Emma hears them and she yells. And then Jordan slash. Allman. Jordan Allman. Yeah. I was going to call him Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Lacey Peterson, right. Um, Jordan uh, lets go of her and she does like a backwards like roll, like tuck and roll like over the bed. And I'm just like, yeah, Emma. Why were we talking about Jordan Peterson last week? (laughs) Oh, um, Scott Peterson, Scott Patterson. Who's Jordan Peterson? (laughs) Who's Jordan Peterson? that's someone too right i think it is i think it's that right wing guy who's like not right wing anymore yes yes that's right because i went on a date with a guy who was talking about him and he's like he has some good things to say no he's still a fucking right wing piece of shit yeah yeah like, oh, no. well also the guy i went on a date with was a piece of shit but he doesn't he's like anti-trump but he's yeah still canadian right-wing. clinical oh, psychologist oh please none of oh i don't even know what that means I, I mean, it means just Canadian clinical psychologists. Yeah, yeah. Those words do make sense together. But he is, I but just... he is, has conservative views. Anyway. How was the date? 
Oh, that was the guy that was like all the red flags. That was that was last year. So you still seeing him? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are married now? Yeah, exactly. That's how this works. Could you imagine if I did? Like, <laughs> I Can you imagine if I showed up with a Keith? <laughs> Rachel. Yes. Patrick. We've been doing this for four years. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I should have had tonight and you should have had? But Champagne. we. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's been a long day. <sighs> Maybe next time. I had the champagne of white claws, the uh, mm-hmm. the black cherry. I had some mediocre red wine. The champagne of mediocre red wines. I didn't, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't listen to the whole episode of our mm-hmm. first episode, so I don't know if we were doing this yet. Okay. I'm assuming we were, mm-hmm. but regardless. Mm-hmm. Scale of one to ten. This mm-hmm. is when this was peak going there. I mean, this was mm-hmm. what we were calling. They were calling the show. They mm-hmm. were saying it goes there. What do you think, Rach? On a scale of one to ten, and I wonder if we did do it, we should listen back and see because I what again I didn't finish the episode. What we would have said then? How much do you think it goes there? I give this a seven. Mm. It's not a ten in my mind. It's it's, it's up 10, there. But I still thought that was pretty low. I yeah. I don't know. I. I feel like because it gets resolved very quickly, that's mm-hmm. why it was only a seven for me. Right. It was a pretty f- speedy solving of a problem. But it's a two-parter. Two-parter. Yeah. It's a lot of buildup. Yeah. We weren't doing B story yet when we were doing the Oh, the I bet initial. not. Yeah. We when did that, that start? I don't know. We'll have to listen yeah. to all the episodes to find <laughs> out. Until we get there and then we can stop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with an eight. Okay. 80% go there. Mm-hmm. Jeff Isaacs with the with the t- uh, big gulp. I almost said tall boy. With the big gulp goes there, 100%. Mm-hmm. And There's um, a punch, and there's a holding guy up against yeah, the wall. Yeah, this guy is a total creepazoid. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's a punch between Joey and Keith. Oh, yeah, there is. Good Keith. Um so I'm going to go with an eight. I think it okay. comes out of the bat swinging and going there pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I like undersold it a little bit. I get it. Well, you tend to do that sometimes. I don't know. I have to go first. So I normally just pick whatever number sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. I always go second. So I always go one up or one down of you, which yeah. I've been doing this for four this years This episode now. is brought to you by the number seven. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um. So Patrick. Yeah. 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 What's up, Rach? If... You were a middle schooler back Mm -hmm. in the early 2000s, and you had to pick one person to come see Chicken Run with you. (laughs) Who from this episode would come see Chicken? Who would get that, that, oh my God, so desired ticket to Chicken Run? (laughs) Um, I probably, I don't, I'm assuming we did this in the first episode again. I didn't finish it. I don't remember Mm -hmm. who I would pick. I imagine I would have picked Jeff Isaacs as, as, because it's Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pick Jeff Isaacs. I think I'm going to surprise you here. I think I'm going to go with, oh, no, you know, we probably picked Toby because Toby really saves the fucking day. Mm-hmm. God, what a first episode. And then to just be lost in time afterwards. I know, I know. Just sort of floating around. You know, he gets one episode where he like is wrestling and he ends up getting an eating disorder to try to lose weight. And then pretty much just kind of like, I guess I'll go on my computer and all the other ones. What a, what a, what a guy. I love Toby. But here the computer solves it. Yeah, he is great. But I'm not going to go with Toby on my second viewing of the, of the pilot. Probably my third, because I've seen it before when we watched it. Maybe even my fourth. I don't know. I am going to surprise you. I'm going to go with Joey Jeremiah. I like Joey Jeremiah. I really do like the guy. I think, I, I think probably, um, this is the whole, I, I'm thinking probably of all of Joey, who I end mm-hmm. up liking a lot moving forward. And I think this is like the start of something fun. Um, he's a ni- he seems like a nice guy. He means, well, he's mm-hmm. sticking up for his old flame. Mm-hmm. who he ser- seems to still have feelings for. I wasn't a lot, a lot of the, one of the things I didn't love was the whole, like, I'm not going to the reunion. Yeah. Like, why? Because his wife died? That, I guess, I get. 
But also, like, see your friends. Like, take some yeah. solace in that. Like, I don't know. It seemed a he does go. To, to be fair, he does yeah. end up going. To be fair. So I'm gonna say Joey Jeremiah, and he's weird to Caitlin at first. Well, yeah. Then because, they have that heart to heart. But I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that scene a lot. I like Caitlin a lot too. Yeah. What about you, Ray? Choose your MVD. Oh, I went for Toby. Toby yeah, saves the day. I love it. Hands down, this is like some of the best Toby content, Tobes. and it really set up Toby to do more of that throughout this. Tobes. Tobes. I point, think some of the best Toby is when JT dies. I think that like him losing his friend was really good, um, but I felt like other than that, he didn't get a lot throughout was, here. You were you were so glad that JT died. I remember because <laughs> you were like, finally, we can get the real to- Tobes. <laughs> we can get the real Tobes. At somebody, at some point, somebody says, "I really have my doots," which was doubts. About oh my something. god! They say project at the beginning. They of say this. project a th- a thousand times in this episode. Oh my god! I loved it. Um, good stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot of fedora in this, but I I know I don't know that we were doing MVO at this point. I think that probably started later. I wanted to just point out like how hot of outfits Caitlin was wearing, like to go to school like during the day, and she had like a very strappy like tank top on, mm. and I was like, damn, Caitlin. But impressed. as MVO, even if we weren't doing, I mean, one of the greatest outfits of all time in the show's history is the dolphin pants. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that hands down gets it. But I had to point out, like, first off, Caitlyn shirt, Joey's fedora, which makes a whole lot of appearances throughout this episode mm-hmm. and then never gets brought up again. It's interesting that I don't even remember he was wearing a fedora. And had I remembered it, I probably would not have picked him as my MVD. It's not, he's not wearing it. It's like his fedora was such a thing in the original that it like makes an appearance in that it's, it goes to the school with the kids for all the stuff for the reunion. And that's then JT's right. wearing it. And oh, then later on, Caitlin's right. wearing it. And then Spike's wearing it. But like Joey never wears it. That's right. Joey's a proud bald man. I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's it. It's, that's it. That's our first rewatch of a rewatch. Yeah, I don't know that we'll do it again, but it was really fun to watch. I still loved it. I mm-hmm. loved it. It's it's like, of course, I'm going to watch this show when that's over. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I wanted to just keep going. Honestly, when I great when characters, Manny's great. Everybody's great. Good stuff. Bravo. I love it. Best episode we've seen all season. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Guys. Thanks for listening to this one again. It's it's episode 101 and 102. Redux is what I like to call it. It's Mm -hmm. the redux. (laughs) That was for me hearing that song again was really just the best damn thing. Mm hmm. But yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll do an episode next week. We'll be back to the old, the new season, season nine, following up all the KC drama. Excited mm-hmm. to do that. Excited to get back into well, it. Well, you say following up and they're probably going to immediately forget what happened. It's just like yeah. amnesia. Right. None of that will act. It's not a K. Oh yeah. Casey. Yeah. 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 They won't talk about it at all, mm-hmm. but we'll be back to do it again. Sparkle Spaz 28. Unfortunately, we have two Zs. Ugh, it's really only one worst. Z. Yeah. Evidently, according to mm-hmm. what we found out today. Uh, on Instagram, you can email us at everyepisodeveratgmail.com. You could check us out at the Facebook group. You can Patreon, support the Patreon. Mm-hmm. At, uh, we talk about She's Too Young on there this month. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. Mary oh, we have, we have someone to welcome into the room. I almost forgot. Oh, let me check. I'm not in any of these episodes yet. I did not show up in the first two episodes. I should have been in all of the episodes. I should have been there because I could have saved Emma from having a six in that room with that creepy man who brought the Papa John's pizza. Because let me tell you something. I would never let anybody eat a Papa John's pizza. It is f- that man... First of all, a piece of shit. What mm, a dickhead. He is a very, 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 very bad man. And he makes a very, 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 very bad pizza. I don't <laughs> want to get that pizza anywhere near my mouth. Keep that sow out of my face and the chi out of my nose. I don't want any of your shitty pizza. I would have I taken that the man 
Jordan, and I would have put a sock on the door while I beat him to death with his own sock. The other sock. I would have filled the other sucker with the coins, and I beat him <laughs> to death with it. One sock on the door while I kill him, and then I take the pizza, and I throw it at the window. Mm-hmm. So who are we welcoming into the room? <laughs> it's like, when are we going to get there? Uh, Claudia. Oh my goodness. This makes me so happy. This makes me so happy to have a Claudia. Oh, you are going to love it in this room. In this room, socks on all the doors. And well, there's only one a room, but it's a room. And then you walk in this room and then there's a lot of other rooms in the room. So everybody gets their own room inside the bigger room. And you have a sock on every door. And it is a beautiful thing. And the other sock, you're not going to need to put coins in it and beat up at the guy who brings the Papa John's of Pete's because you <laughs> never have a Papa John's of Pete's. You have a good Pete's, a real delicious Italian Pete's, the best pizza <laughs> in the business. Thank you so much, Claudia. We love it to have you in the room. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank you. Bellissima. I really just become that character. I really like. I know, I know. It. I love it. I was just like, I'll just let you keep going. Like we go for another ten minutes. Just. I really just like I, I embody. He's he's my he, Mr. Del Rossi is like my um, what is it? My like uh, what do you call it? Patronus. <laughs> what did you say? Patronus What's is from that? Harry Potter. I was trying oh, to think of what nerd. It is. No, my like uh, spirit, not spirit animal, but like my like my soul. Your soul is is Mr. Del Rossi. Yeah, he is a my soul, <laughs> along with a bunch of peats. I like what to eat the goodest, the, the best, and the goodest of peats. Yeah, none of the Papa John's peats. Fuck a Papa John's shatter. He's a shatter. He's a skull with a <laughs> with a sack full of coins. Or a sack full of soap. I put a soap bar in it and I hit him about the head 34 times. <laughs> That'll show him. That'll show him. All right. Bellissima. So you know what that means. Bellissima. Yeah, I know what that means. Good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. And grilled cheese, definitely. There was no grilled cheese, definitely, in the first episode, I will say. Oh, no. There's just bad pizza. Oh, you can't get out of here with the shittier pizza.